Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Health, health, wellness, wellness and, fitness. and fitness. Five days a week. Adderall, the, so, the so-called good grade pill, is one of the more readily accessible drugs today, and it's a common part of life on college. We've been hearing about the abuse. Well, we're talking about it today. My guest is Dr. Indra Sadambi. She's the medical director for the Center for Network Therapy. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sadambi. So tell us first, what is Adderall and who is it really prescribed for? Adderall is one of the stimulant medication. Adderall has been prescribed for patients who have been diagnosed with ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADD. You know, that's the a prime reason why Adderall has been used. And also, for sometimes people might use that for narcolepsy and um, other causes. You know, but mostly it is for ADD and ADHD purposes. So, I mean, I, I would never go and take my husband's blood pressure medication, and people would not want to take somebody else's cholesterol medication. Why would people want to take somebody's Adderall? What does it do for the average person that maybe doesn't have ADHD? You know, most of, mostly we see that Adderall is being abused by teenagers, you know, the school grades. People want to get good grades, and so they say, oh, it's my study tool, and it's not a drug. It's not cheating to use these pills, and um, mostly the students want to perform well, and they also say to themselves, everyone is doing this, I want to catch up with my peers, and that's one of the main reasons that they take um, this Adderall before their final exams. Mostly you would see that kids are looking for this prescription or using these pills more and more in the month of May and in December. You know, what does it do? Um, you know, they believe, it's a myth, you know, they believe... They can cram for their exams because they have been procrastinating and they think it is going to make them perform and get high grades. But actually, it doesn't do that. You know, it's important to note that stimulants help improve disruptive behavior. For example, it'll help you focus. It'll help you pay attention rather than improving academic performance. What I mean by that is it'll improve your rote memory task, but not your complex memory, which is working memory. To do well in an exam, you know, one needs to use the working memory. That's what you need to do well on a paper in a college exam. But that's not what you achieve with Adderall. But then they think, oh, I'm going to focus. I'm going to stay awake. It does make you stay awake. But the next day you're so exhausted and you kind of crash in the exam and you're not performing well. It does not get your grades go up. It's a myth. They believe okay, that so we are by taking that. Is it addictive? Adderall is um, addictive. It has a high potential for abuse, you know, and uh, addiction among people who don't have ADHD. It makes them feel that euphoric effect, and, you know, absolutely, they go depend on this. Adderall creates two kind of dependence, psychological and physical dependence. The psychological dependence is I start taking this pill in order to do well in my exam, so constantly I will be dependent on this for the rest of my life. You know, reading is equal to taking the pills. If not, it's going to be a fear that I'm not going to retain what I read. I won't be able to, you know, cram for the exam. So it's, it is a psychological dependence. And then you have the physical dependence. And as you keep taking more and more, develop tolerance, and then you end up, um, you know, having withdrawal symptoms. And it's not like a good pill for somebody to, you know, boost themselves to do well in the test. Well, Dr. Sadambi, we're even hearing about kids committing suicide. 
uh, after being addicted to this medication. So the first is, what does it do? Is this like addiction, like they would be addicted to heroin? And if they don't get it, then they go through that withdrawal. And then that's why? Or does it do something to their brains that make them unable to make sense of their thoughts? And they have thoughts of suicide that they maybe didn't have before they went on this medication? The main reason why people become suicidal is because you're crashing from Adderall. It make, gives you an extreme depression it causes. That's one of the um, you know, withdrawal symptoms. And also it makes you get fatigue and increase hunger. But the most important thing is the withdrawal symptoms lead to extreme depression, and that leads to suicidality. But in general, you know, any of these stimulants, when they're prescribed, what happens is mostly the brain reward system gets flooded with uh, dopamine. Because the dopamine has been flooding the circuit, when these drugs enter the brain, it actually changes how the brain performs its job. And these changes lead to compulsive drug use, which is the addiction. You know, So any of these prescription medication in general, when they go to the reward pathway, it's all doing the same thing be it an opiate prescription for pain medication, you know, taking medication that are prescribed by some, some of, for someone else. Like, you know, you take the pain medication, the reward system gets, um, you know, stimulated, and this is the same way, the compulsive behavior leading to addiction. You develop tolerance. The set of medication, the prescription pills, you know, has the potential, some of them, for developing tolerance, and then you become dependent. Once you become dependent, then you have withdrawal symptoms. So the compulsive um, addictive behavior kicks in. You know. If so you how are they getting this medication? Are people that are prescribed? I mean, how how do you get any drug that's on the market? But are the people that are actually prescribed the ADHD and the ADD kids selling it, sharing it with their friends? You know, there are and many then, different ways. I mean, wouldn't a doctor then say, "Okay, you're going through your medication just a little bit too quickly, and we're going to keep closer track." You know, this is a major problem. With ADHD, there's not a confirmative diagnostic tool for that. You know, the doctor might give you a set of questions to answer. You know, they need to have a very good um, history-taking potential because they need to find out. If an adult walks into the office and talks to the psychiatrist and says, oh, I've been having trouble focusing, I'm not concentrating, I've taken, you know, medication that did not make me get high, and I've been performing well, the doctor quickly writes a prescription. That should not be the way to look at it. One has really... Pay attention and ask, you know, from the family members. They need to reach up to, um, you know, all the collateral to find out if they did really have these problems growing up in school, you know. So not to just, um, you know, point. A person comes in and says, I have a problem focusing, and to prescribe them Adderall, Ritalin, Focalin, and uh, Vyvanse. It's not a good practice, you know. And the way people get used to Getting these drugs is one thing. Going to the doctor is very easy to, you know, bring up, read up on all these symptoms, tell the doctor what they want to hear, and they get prescribed. And then when they bring the prescription, the other family members who don't have ADHD, um, you know, start taking the prescribed medication, um, you know, prescribed for somebody else. And also, they start taking more than what has been prescribed to them. That's the, you know, second way of getting abuse, um, you know, abusive towards these pills and also taking for another purpose than what it was uh, prescribed for. And these stimulants, you know, believe it or not, these kids who have the stimulant pills, like Adderall, they'll carry it with them in the library and the schools and start giving, you know, selling them or giving it to their friends, thinking that I'm helping my friend. You know, mostly they even, like, sell it for $3. And if you have insurance, military insurance and stuff like that, you can get Adderall for $1 a pill. 
it wow. is to become a diversion. So, it is. Yeah, so it's not even a very expensive way to get that focus that they're looking for and that attentional situation, but it can be so dangerous. So in closing, Dr. Sadambi, just tell the listeners what you want them to know about Adderall abuse and keeping their children safe from wanting to try this when they're feeling stressed out and in college and high school and trying to get ready for their exams. You know, Adderall is does not work for what they are looking for. You know, that is number one. It will help them with the road memory. It's not going to work them with the uh, working memory. That's the biggest point to take home, um, you know, with. And also, it is not an easy thing. It's a dangerous drug in that it can make one psychotic. It can create cardiac issues, and it might give you seizures. And the most important thing is malnutrition because Adderall suppresses the appetite, and they will be losing weight. And that's not a good thing to, you know, um, so you want to watch out for all of those kind of things and talking to your kids is really it, always the best thing. You know, most important thing, if a parent finds out that the child is using Adderall, they need to directly ask them, look for the erratic behavior in them, talk to them about illegal aspect of taking these pills, and also understand that kind of makes stress that the child is going through and talk to them about options to deal with that stress by tutoring, study strategies, time management skills, and that will be much better than really like, you know... um, Than taking a pill to get that done. Thank you so much. It's great information. If you missed any of this good information, you can listen anytime on the go or on demand at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well. Mm -hmm.